0: Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. Come to you today from Ames, Iowa, where I'll be speaking at Iowa State University later in the day. But for now, we're going to get into the Word of God and talk about a very important thing: five essential ways it makes us adequate, prepares us for the work God has for us. Do you ever feel inadequate for what God's calling you to do? I sure hope so, because otherwise you're just doing things in your own strength, shall we say, in the flesh. And if you're just doing things in the flesh, you're not seeing the supernatural power of God in your life. Brothers and sisters, Do you? I believe God wants to show his power in our lives. It says in Second Chronicles, his eyes move to and fro through the whole earth that he may strongly support the one whose heart is completely his. Wow, God is looking for people to show his strength in. And, and there's a lot of us out here. Matter of fact, there's millions and millions and millions of us believers who I think God is, he wants to move in our midst. He wants to move through us. But there's a preparation period. There's a preparation time. And God will often work within us. He needs to work within us to prepare us to do that. Today's scripture has to do with that. We're we're looking at 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 16 and 17. Now, this is a very popular verse talking about the inspiration of Scripture. It says all Scripture is inspired by God, or literally all Scripture is God-breathed. And being God-breathed, it, it comes from the very mouth of God, Is the words of God. And often this verse is used to defend that doctrine, which is good. But I want to look at it for something else today. Because the fact, the reason God is communicating with us, the reason God is speaking to us, the reason God's breath comes to us, shall we say? The breath of his words. Why? It's profitable for, for, five, for four, four purposes and an ultimate purpose, for, for teaching. We need to be taught in a world that is do, really debating what is true, in a world where there's a great deal of deception, we need to be people of God's word who know what's true and who receive the true teaching of the word of God. But it doesn't stop there. Secondly, reproof, God will show us where we're wrong. God will show us where we where we're off the path. God will show us what we believe or what we're doing is wrong. And that's what our loving Father does, and I'm glad for that. And we need to learn to welcome that, not be defensive but submit ourselves to God's reproofs and be grateful because you only have one life, friends. You don't wanna wait until you get to the judgment seat of Christ in eternity and find out you've been living it wrong. You wanna learn that now. That's why we welcome reproof, and and that leads to the third thing. He doesn't just reprove us, tell us we're wrong. The third thing God's word does is it corrects us. It shows us how to get back on the right path. It shows us how to do what's right and God's word will teach us this. And again, I want to learn that now while I can make a difference in my life, while I can make correction. I don't want to wait until I found I was wrong about something when it's too late to change. I want to make those corrections now while I'm still alive. Finally, the fourth thing they'll do for training in righteousness. This is like, this is staying on the right path, this idea of training. It's the idea of going like to the gym, working out, working out in righteousness, being uh, developing habits of righteousness, developing uh, patterns in our life where we will live righteously. Now, why does he do this? Why does God teach, reprove, correct, and train us in righteousness? There's a purpose for it, and it's, and it's found in the very next thing, in verse 17. So that the man of God, or woman of God, so that you may be adequate, equipped for every good work. This is a very, very important thing for us to understand. God Almighty calls us to do things that are beyond us. And then he takes his word and his Holy Spirit and he prepares us to do what we wouldn't otherwise be adequate for. My goodness, friends, how, I want to challenge you today, how unexciting, maybe even how sad it would be to live your entire life and look back and have to admit that everything you did, you only did it based on your own strength, your own wisdom, your own knowledge, your own resources, and you never really saw the hand of God do something in you and through you you could have never done on your own that he made you adequate for something that he called you to do now when i think of this adequacy thing i think of moses and moses we find in that he was he grew up in the king's palace he grew up you know he was rescued from the nile river by pharaoh's daughter and she raised him and so he was in the in the pharaoh the king's palace and he grew up and it says later in Acts that he was an eloquent man. He was well-educated. He had everything going for him. But as you know, one day he saw an Egyptian oppressing a Hebrew and he killed that Egyptian. Later on, he realized the news had gotten out. And so he fled into the desert, worried that he might himself be accused of a crime and, uh, and be found out and could lose everything and that he could be executed himself. And so he fled into the desert. For 40 years, he was learning from God. For 40 years, he was being taught, reproved, corrected, and trained. And yet at the end of that 40 years, he was, he was so humble that when God appeared to him in the burning bush and gave him the mission, go back, speak to Pharaoh, let my people go, he was overcome with a sense of inadequacy. And I'm sure he had fear. I'm sure he knew who Pharaoh was. I'm sure he knew how Pharaoh treated those who challenged him. I'm sure he had seen these things. But he went, but he, he, he argued with God, I'm not adequate. I can't do it. I'm not eloquent. I can't speak. What will I say? Pharaoh's strong. Pharaoh's powerful. And God kept giving him promise after promise. Then he gave him a helper named Aaron, who would come and be with him. But the point is, as inadequate, as as Moses felt he went and as he went God made him adequate and God gave him the strength and God gave him these abilities but what we must realize is God was training him during those 40 years it wasn't like those 40 years were just lost and suddenly God showed up no there was God was working in his life during that time brothers and sisters the, the exciting thing is everything changed quickly we don't know exactly how long he he, he was uh, confronting Pharaoh with the ten plagues. I you know it could have been weeks, could have been months. I doubt it was years. But after forty years in the backside of the desert, being trained by God and 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 being broken and humbled, and prepared for this great mission, things changed suddenly. I've got a feeling that some of you have been God has been preparing you. You've maybe even had a desert experience. You've maybe been in the backside of the desert and it's easy there to lose hope. It's easy there to think your life is over. It's easy there to think God doesn't have anything really in store for me. You might be surprised how God might someday, if you're ready and you're prepared and you're faithful, you might be surprised how God might, shall we say, appear to you in your burning bush one day. And he might give you a mission and something that can change dramatically, quickly, in a matter of a day or two days or a week or something. And so what do we do now? We Now, by the way, I'm not saying that you're going to be Moses, but you never know. There's a lot of work to be done. There's a There's a world to be reached. There are nations that are lost without Christ. There are things right in your own family and in your own neighborhood, but there are things in the world that need to dramatically change. And maybe that's been on your heart, and maybe you've been on the backside of the desert. Maybe you're you're you may you're struggling, because maybe you're even wondering, does God still have a purpose for you? Brothers and sisters, don't give up. Don't give up. But be cooperating with God. Be letting God prepare you. Be letting him make you adequate. Don't give up. Don't give up. Understand God is at work in your life. Maybe you're going to be a Moses. Maybe you're going to be a Paul. Maybe you're going to be a a Gideon. Maybe you're going to be someone that God takes who thought you could never do it. And he uses you in a way that you could have never have imagined that changes, changes our world. You never know. Are you ready? We get ready as we get in the word of God. And this is over the next few days and maybe a couple weeks, we're gonna be talking about the importance of the Word of God. you know we come here every day to get in the Word of God at 8.30 a.m. live, Eastern Time. I'm in Central Time now, it's a little earlier. But we come here because we value the Word of God. And we see it's important not only to read it ourselves and to meditate on ourselves, but to to hear it taught by someone else and to benefit by their instruction. And so this is why we get in the Word of God. I wanna tell you, It is not my goal that you just learn new things. It's not my goal that just our head gets big. It's not my goal to just give you a little bit more Bible knowledge. No, it's my goal in giving these daily Bible teachings that you become taught, reproved, corrected, trained in righteousness. Why? So that you will be adequate for what God is calling you to do. You will accomplish what he wants you to do. we only have one life. I only got one life. You've only got one life. I hope at the end of my life, I can say I was made adequate by God. I did my part. I allowed God's word to transform me so that I would be adequate to accomplish all that the Almighty wanted to do through me. I hope that's, that'll be your testimony too. Amen? Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the word of God that teaches us it reproves us where we get off track. It corrects us and it trains us in righteousness. And oh, Father, today, as we think of your plan for our lives, we are grateful. We are so grateful that you have plans for us. We're so grateful that you You, you want to use us to make a change in this world, that your eyes are looking for someone whose heart is completely yours so that you may strongly support them. Father, we confess today that there's things we feel inadequate for. There's areas, Lord, we know we need to be taught in, corrected, trained, reproved. We know that, Lord. So we present ourselves to you freshly. We surrender to you, your will. We you surrender to your love and kindness. And we ask, oh God, that today you would prepare us and send us forth and make us adequate for the great things you want to do through us. Oh, we praise you and we bless you, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You ever think, what's God wanna teach you in today, or reprove you, or correct you, or train you? And of course, what's God wanting to do in your life that maybe you feel inadequate, but he wants to make you adequate? That's why we get in the word of God. That's why we come here every day. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll join us regularly. We come here, like I said, every day. We get in the word of God every day. And you can come join us live, be involved in the chat, share prayer requests, meet new people. Or you can just watch later in the day if you want. Um, I leave the videos up. Or you can even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. So glad to have you along. I hope you will uh, like the video. I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. And most of all, I hope you'll tell your friends how you're benefiting so that they too will join in with us. Those of you who come here every day, you know I love you. I know that uh, sowing the seed of God's word in your life is bearing good fruit. And thank you for giving me that privilege. God bless you. Pray for me today. I'll be at Iowa State University. It's a little chilly day, but we hope that the sun will come out. It'll be a nice day out there as we preach the word on campus today, tomorrow, and Wednesday. And so keep me in prayer. Until we see meet tomorrow, God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you then. Bye-bye.